Which tier are you in is a question people up and down England have been asking each other recently. But are they all bogged down in unnecessary numerical malarkey? Jennifer Walsh suggests in her latest pandemic diary there are other, perhaps more improvised, perhaps more accurate ways of knowing just how the virus is spreading in your manner. This week, London emerged from its second lockdown into Tier 2 restrictions. The main way that I distinguish Tier 2 from lockdown is that Pennies, or Primark, as they insist on calling it over here, is open. Sure, the bookshops and cafes are open again, which is wonderful. But ultimately, you're either in a Pennies tier or a non-Pennies tier. It's the simplest way to think about it. I go into central London to run some errands. I haven't been in the center of the city since the beginning of October. In fact, it's been so long since I used public transport that I've lost my Oyster card. Walking to the tube, I see people in winter coats digging into full English breakfasts at tables outside Greasy Spoon cafes. These cafes have never had tables outside before. This isn't cafe culture in the way we normally speak of it. It definitely isn't Parisian. There's something interesting going on here though. It has a coziness to it. I wonder how it will evolve. Central London is very quiet. All this year, we've been trying to describe how the essential experience of the city has changed. We talk about how it's deserted or subdued or lonely. I'm walking through Soho on a weekday afternoon, but it feels like it's dawn on a Sunday. Or it feels like when everyone left town during the Olympics. I'm a big fan of the writer William Gibson, and his last two novels are partly set in a London many years into the future, after a conglomeration of apocalyptic events, Gibson calls it the jackpot, have left the city severely underpopulated. That's the way London feels to me right now, post-jackpot, even with pennies open. Places of worship are open under Tier 2, and by places of worship, I mean bookshops. I go to one of my favourite, the London Review Bookshop, and oh, what joy to see so many books. What joy to be able to buy a cup of tea in their little cafe and sit reading a Kevin Barry short story that's set in the town my mother lives in. They're doing their absolute best in the cafe. The tables are widely spaced. The door to the courtyard is wedged open. A faint smell of disinfectant fills the air. There's only room for a few people. There's open space where there would normally be people and teapots and books and conversation. Those few of us lucky enough to get a table sit in our coats clutching takeaway cups for warmth. The dominant feeling for me, though, 
is that we're in a cafe which is closing early because it's about to host an event. The furniture is being rearranged, the layout rethought. Something bigger is about to happen, something different to normal operations. And I think about what that might be. Jennifer Walsh exploring post-jackpot London there, and the music was Tottenham Court Road Rhapsody by Jennifer Walsh. Tomorrow on Culture File, the never-quite-lost art of Hilma Af Klint. <laughs>